Generation X by Douglas Coupland. Back in the late 70s, I flew up to Manitoba to see a total eclipse of the sun. It was like the lights went out. This book reads like they never came back on. Fifteen years later, Dag, Claire and I are hanging out in California. Dag has just vandalised a car. Claire has been on a date with the yuppie from hell. We have been cheated out of our inheritance. Where is the effortless superiority we were told was our birthright? What do you see? We see apocalyptic images, say Dag and Claire. I do too, so we drive east. We're out in the car playing a game of trying to shock the reader. We fail, so we wind up in the constipated town of Palm Springs near the Mojave Desert. We head nowhere for a picnic and start telling each other stories. I'm sorry, I've been a bit vague here. Let me tell you about Dag. He turned up a year ago and I got him a job in Larry's bar. He used to work in Toronto, but he ups sticks when he got sick office syndrome. Capitalism sucks. So we dropped out, name-dropped South American novelists, and smoked. Now we trade on a basement lifestyle, doing the worst jobs available just to look hip. Plus, we're too dopey to do anything else. Claire talks about Nostradamus and how incomplete people are somehow more complete. She is our ideal companion. Let me tell you two mystical nowhere guys, a story about a mystical nowhere place called Texlahoma, she says. There was this astronaut called Buck who needed help to return to a far-off planet. Arlene and Darlene didn't love him enough to die for him, but Serena did. Look, I never said these stories had a meaning. Wake up and smell the Starbucks. This is postmodernism for the blank brand name generation. All we're doing is filling space, killing time. Claire and I never fell in love. It was too much effort. Like writing this. Still, I've nothing else to do, so I might as well continue. I'm Andy, 30, an ectomorph, as stick-thin as my ideas. Here's a story I never told Dag and Claire. Edward found life a hassle, so he stayed indoors for ten years smoking a pipe. When he went out again, he realised he was a bumpkin. The end. Dag demands I tell a story. I went to Japan once and came back home and I was shown a picture of Marilyn Monroe's jet black bush, I say. I needed to read Rilke's letter within me. That's deep and meaningless, Dag says, though he and Claire have never had a relationship. This is my end-of-the-world story. It's 31st December 1999 and you're arguing with friends about shopping malls. And then you die. McNovel. A ramble with no real beginning or end about three ambitionless stoners who think they are too cool to breathe. Five days ago, Dag disappeared. Oh, he's turned up in Nevada. I needed to know more about nuclear mushroom clouds, he says. But now I've found out they're smaller than I thought. 
I'm worried about moles again. Dag is back. He gives Claire some trinitite. She freaks out, thinks it's plutonium. Who cares? Everyone has a grumpy yuppie in their life. Claire's is Tobias, an East Coast banker. He's come to visit. He's bland and smug. Unlike Dag and me, who are just bland. What's he doing with Claire? Dag asks. She's got a brain. Can't say I'd noticed. I'm more worried about going home for Christmas. My parents are so boring, they don't even recycle. We're by the pool, and Claire's friend Elvisa appears. No one really knows what she does, but then no one really cares either. Tobias says we're all fake, so he tells stories about our favourite real experiences before Elvisa goes off on one about a bloke who gets his balls shot off and his eyes pecked out by hummingbirds. At least I think that's what it was about. I nodded off. Tobias dumps Claire and Avissa leaves at the same time. I listen to some more stories and laugh in the wrong places. Hell, we just needed a laugh. Any laugh. Dag says he wants to own a hotel in the California Baja. Elvisa shows up in a nunnery. You can see why I needed a laugh. I light thousands of candles in my parents' house. It's a Vietnam thing, apparently. Claire phones from New York. She went to see Tobias. It didn't work out. Surprise. They were both too self-obsessed. She now wants to go out in the desert with a dowsing stick to find water. Dag and I go to a party and accidentally torch an Aston Martin. I wake up to find that Dag and Claire have left. There's a message. We've gone to open a hotel for washed-up losers in Mexico. Come and join us. I get in my car and start driving. An egret scratches my head and a group of disabled children love-bomb me. What the fuck? Hubris. Dag, Claire and Andy have just opened their 23rd themed organic hotel in California. They are concerned about the credit crunch and moan a great deal about how useless the younger generation are these days. <laughs>